Hello and welcome back to the Humble Adventures Podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Ethan Essig. Today I am joined by my brother Noah and our new new guest of the podcast, Brendan Heinzler. Brendan, go ahead and let everyone know your voice. Hi. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but you can't hear the beard through the uh because he doesn't have one. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. All right, so today's episode is going to be nice, casual conversation. Today we're going to be talking about winter hiking, winter travel, everything cold. So put on your jackets, here we go. Was that not the best line ever? You're getting pretty good at this, Yeah, so... We're just going to transition from that killer intro line <laughs> right into the conversation. Um, so, Noah, first questions to you. and you know, Brendan, feel free to... I don't know your snow traveling backgrounds. So, um, yeah, so just give a heads up. All right, Noah, your first experience hiking in the winter was in Tahoe, right? Um, like snowshoeing, mountains, all that. It was definitely the first time that I had intentionally gone hiking in the winter. I think the first time I went hiking, <laughs> I think the first time I actually went hiking in the winter was probably when you, Lydia, and I went into our backyard. Uh, it was like I don't know, probably probably like a decade ago now. Um, so you were like. 15 years old, I was about 11 and she was about nine and it had just snowed and we went into the backyard to get our house and you ended up falling into the creek. <laughs> I knew you were going to tell story. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but like, I, it was the first time that I'd ever like been hiking in the cold. Yeah. But yeah, the first time I really went hiking in the cold was, was definitely when we went out to Tahoe, um, my, my freshman spring break. So... Basically, when we went out there, Ethan had already gone once before, so he had a pretty good handle on what it was going to be like. Uh, but I just remember going to the rental place and getting these snowshoes and sort of just like thinking it's going to be this really hilariously clunky ordeal because everyone, if you haven't uh, seen then the image of someone putting tennis rackets on their feet and then walking the top of snow using tennis rackets, you're missing out. Uh, go find something that has that. I can't even remember. Like it's just such a generally true thing to me, but essentially snowshoes are, are that. And so I thought it was going to be like this pretty silly, like flopping around in the snow ordeal. Um, but the moment we got out there, I realized that it was incredibly difficult uh, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever like broken out into a full sweat faster on a hike, to be honest, because you prepare for the cold by putting on plenty of layers and then the actual difficulty of hiking in snow with snowshoes is astounding. Do you, what, what do you want me to say now? <laughs> I guess like uh can you repeat the question, man? <laughs> like, I was just asking you to recount your first experience. 
Okay, so then after we actually got out of the car, and we were with our mom and dad, and if it goes to show how difficult it was, uh, our parents, I think, probably stopped actually snowshoeing with us, probably after like 100 yards. Yeah. Like it, it seemed a lot longer, because, I mean, we rounded a bend, and you couldn't see the car anymore. But yeah. it was like, I think we probably went up maybe like 100 feet in elevation, and that alone had been enough to like make us stop three or four times. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, the blizzard. Yeah. So it was not helping. Right. So like the the wind was picking up and it was starting to snow a little bit more, and so our parents became deterred pretty quickly. But when they left, Ethan sort of got a little bit more bold about his strategy in terms of where we should be going. So originally, like we were, we, we thought we were following a trail pretty well, but after our parents left, uh, we basically just like turned up a hill, and Ethan was like, "We're just going to the top of this hill now." Like <laughs> we 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 hiked in between trees that obviously were not meant to be like like a trail going through them, and oh my god, it was so it was so difficult. Uh, because if you have no real experience snowshoeing and you're trying to go up a hill that is essentially now like it's cold enough that the top layer of snow is like a little layer of ice, you, you crunch into it. And once you crunch into it, you lose all stability because the change in friction between that initial step and the actual full step is high enough that you start slipping. So while Ethan was just trekking along, <laughs> totally fine i was literally doing like a half a half like uh a half split every other time i would try to move up the hill all the time using my trekking poles as if they were like the last object i had to hold on to before i fell all the way back down this hill <laughs> yep and by the time we actually got to the top of this hill which i mean realistically was like we hadn't even hiked a mile, like realistically speaking, right? Like yeah. the the blizzard had made it seem as if like we had been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And we got to the top and like we took a moment. I remember you got out uh, a notebook to start writing and I think you were also eating an apple. And like it just was so nonsensical because there was just an obvious blizzard coming and getting much worse while we were up there. And Ethan's just like trying to jot down notes like, Mm, this is what I'm thinking is after we did this. And like, I'm just sitting there trying to like kind of collect myself and fucking figure out, <clears throat> sorry, and figure out I had done so well, not cussing uh, and figure out why it was so hard for me to actually do this. Um, once the, once the blizzard had picked up a little bit more and Ethan decided to put away the notebook and stop eating the apple, it was like, all right, well, what now, what are we going to do? And, Honestly, this is kind of like the plan that we make every single time that we lose our way uh, is just pick a direction and start going. So even though I had, a, I felt like we had a pretty good idea of where the car was based on how we had been moving, Ethan still wanted to go and check out this like valley that was in front of us. Uh, and this valley probably went down. It, was, it essentially looked like a, like a ski slope. Like it was going to go down for a long time and it would be very hard to get back up. And when you start walking along the ridge line of this valley, 
Uh, and we eventually got to a point where it was like to our left was going back to the car somehow. And it was downhill. Uh, like the hill was just covered in powder at that point. Everything was like blowing super hard. We were having, we were even having difficulty like talking to each other. We were yelling and to the right was this valley and Ethan like was persistently just like, we could go check it out. Like we could go like, you know, like hike a little bit more down there. And I was like, man, I don't know about this. And I think, uh, I think after seeing me literally slip and fall probably like 12 good feet into snow, like I slipped and fell down, down part of the ridge and like just collected a ton of snow with me. You were you were finally kind of like okay Noah really can't like be doing this in the way that we would want to given the blizzard and you had mercy on me and we went we went left down the ridge line and from there I mean like <clears throat> going going downhill in a valley during a blizzard like you're pretty protected from like the wind mm-hmm. but you still have a general idea of how bad stuff is because like the tops of the trees are blowing pretty hard and there's like a lot of snow that's just kind of falling uh, in clumps everywhere. And we like slowly made our way down, but had no real idea of where we were. Cause like we didn't have tracks to follow. We didn't follow our way back down the hill. Even if we had, those were covered. And our mom and dad were probably at the car. We We had no idea like what they were thinking at this point. And by the time we actually got all the way down, um, like I was totally exhausted. Yeah, and I was, I was pretty much. It, it's it's pretty much like the first time you do any sort of outdoor pursuit where if it was a if it was a genuinely good time, but also a genuine struggle, you're you're kind of like that was great, but I don't know if I would do it the same way again, but I might do it another way again. So that kind of takes us to the next time we went snowshoeing together. And we hand the microphone over to me. Dude, when was the next time we went snowshoeing together? Was it in uh, Colorado? Okay. Well, that's my area of expertise. I do have to say, though, every time we've gone hiking in Tahoe, winter summer whatever we have just had an odd like the there's been odd moments on the trail yeah if tearing if tearing your acl is considered an odd moment well yeah yeah i was referring more to what the day after that when we went hiking and found that computer that was set on fire on top of the mountain yeah dude that was super weird yeah i don't know i don't know if like I don't so, know how you delete things. Some Tahoe ski resort's doing something fucking sketchy. Yeah. Like but was, <laughs> setting fire to the machine seems super intense. Yeah, like it wasn't like we just smashed it up so that it was totally irrecoverable. And it was like, okay, we're going to literally like firebomb this entire this entire computer, tower, monitor, everything, and then just leave it in a clump. <laughs> just... <clears throat> Totally let anyone that comes across it know, like, there's nothing to salvage here. Yeah. But it, it just could have been handled in so many different ways. It seemed to make more sense. Yeah, just throw it away. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so the Estes Park one. Well, I, I've been snowshoeing in Estes Park quite a quite a lot, and then we're like on a list because we found the computer. Yeah, <laughs> they found the computer. We saw like eight computers. We don't know whose is whose. Uh, please, nobody come after us. Yeah, <laughs> it's. It definitely wasn't on Mount Pluto. That yeah, for, that for sure wasn't where we found it. And it wasn't Lake Tahoe. Yeah, we actually ignore found everything we just. We <laughs> were in the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Those were good. Um. <laughs> so anyway, Estes Park. I love going to Estes Park in the winter. Um. But yeah, the the last time we went, we went last year with Alyssa's brothers, uh, Lucas and Alec. It was their first time snowshoeing, and it might have been their first time there, period. I, it definitely wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, I don't think it was either of their first times in Colorado, but it was their. The f- National Park. Yeah, it was their first time in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, I think. Yeah. All right, but that that was that was a good time. We didn't go super hard on that trip. Um, no, and super hard in other ways. But we'll leave that off. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, hey, um, people go to Vegas to gamble. You go to Colorado to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone read between the lines. Yeah, there there we did. Uh, well, we did Emerald Lake, and then we did the Cub Lake Fern, uh, Fern Falls loop. What was your favorite one on that? Um, honestly, just uh, what was the one that we we terminated at? Where was the, where did we stop? Is that Bear Lake? Yeah. No, where did we stop? Emerald Lake. Emerald Lake, yeah. Emerald Lake was really cool because uh, essentially when, you, when you're when you walking across those lakes uh, and there's been a bunch of people already that's, that have been there either in the last couple of days and there hasn't been enough snowfall to cover their tracks, like it feels it feels less, less wild. It feels less... Uh, uh, yeah, I guess there's really no, way, no better way to put it. It feels like... Because you know that other people have been across this like frozen lake, like you know you're probably safe. Um, but when we got to Emerald Lake, um, there was literally—I mean, it was just covered in snow. Like it, it was just this vast expanse of snow, and we only saw one guy like go out onto it and like actually like continue up into the into the mountains further. But I mean, it's it's incredible to get up somewhere that high and just to find this this valley of just like absolute like powder just white powder yeah it's pretty epic um yeah emerald lake is awesome and that was my first snowshoe trail ever so dad and i went on that like probably three years ago now um i remember we were like because it was like 19 degrees out and we were super thick covered and dad was all the way down to like a long sleeve black under armor shirt by the time we reached the lake. Cause he was just so, so hot, so sweaty. Um, like, yeah, 
He was just he could have frozen like an icicle. But um I have like go I will say snowshoeing or like going up a mountain in deep snow does get kind of sketchy if you're the first one out there. Like it's dark and you got headlamps and then you're just on fresh powder most of the time. Then that's when it's like a little, the winter gets a little creepier. Is <laughs> the only way I can describe it. Like, yeah. Just like cloudy skies, high wind. Dire wolves around everywhere, just looking around. But yeah, that's what it can kind of feel like at some points. But uh, I, it still is my favorite form of hiking. It's definitely hardest, the hardest, I would say. I mean, unless you're like backpacking, I guess it's all a little too relative. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as. It's. I would say it's definitely. Snowshoeing is definitely the type of hiking that is least accommodated by just like an active lifestyle. Like you can't just be like an in-shape person and then like go and snowshoe like a god. Like you can't. I bet I could. Wow. Nice. That's your first <laughs> input of the podcast. First input is, yeah. I, I bet I, I bet I, I bet I could snowshoe like a god. Yeah, I... <laughs> I think that like getting used to having feet the size of your calves is pretty difficult. So yeah, <laughs> good luck. Um, <laughs> but essentially like the, the real difficulty of snowshoeing is it's like rhythmic, right? Like you can't, you can't really be taking like different steps. Like you're not like stepping onto rocks like you would be if you were hiking in like a boulder field. Like you're not, you're not um, like just, going uphill or downhill and sort of supporting supporting whatever you're carrying like that normally you have to step in so many different ways when you snowshoe that you don't when you hike any other way Mm -hmm. i think the difficulty comes from kind of just becoming familiar with that type of rhythm yeah yeah but it is just a blast in glass i don't know i just i feel like i get my ass kicked most doing it I mean, if we're if we hike like fifteen miles in the summer, that obviously kicks you in the ass. But I also really just enjoy the cold personally. So getting done, going back to downtown Estes, getting a beer or whiskey, a few things are better in this life. You're getting married. Oh yeah, that's true. Hey, announcement on the podcast: I got engaged. Shout out Delicious Lanter on Instagram. Check it out. Okay, back to the show. Listen, that was our. Come on, you didn't even give both of her handles. Dude, she's probably not even listening. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If I heard me talk enough, I guess I wouldn't. Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't need to be so self deprecating. All right. Yeah, Brendan, you've heard a couple snow stories now. Have you have you done much snow travel in your life? Winter uh, travel? Not a whole lot, other than skiing. I've been skiing twice a year almost for the past 10, 15 years. I don't know, it's just been like a family pastime of us, you know, going out to Colorado. Um, I haven't really hit any other place other than Colorado. I want to go to Montana and Utah and California to do some skiing. Yeah. 
but that's going to be further down the road. Montana's good. Um, okay, so I'll ask this, like, what, what do you feel better doing? Do you feel, or I guess, what do you feel like you'll like more going to Yosemite in the summertime or being in Colorado in the mountains in the winter? Mountains, for sure. Yeah. There's just something <clears throat> cool about snow-covered mountains where you're just like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it either because, you know, I've been to Yosemite. I've been to um, <clears throat> Yellowstone, and, like, those places are beautiful in the summer and whatnot. But, yeah, you know, you go there and kind of like the fall and winter seasons and stuff's kind of dead in that sense, I guess, whenever you're going to that place. I think you get more like a live spirit in the summer, but whenever you go to Colorado or, you know, one of the colder states in the summer, it's also just as beautiful as it is whenever it's in the winter months. Yeah. And that's why I like it so much. It kind of draws me over there. True, true. Have you ever snowshoed? I have not. The uh, closest thing to snowshoeing that I've done is hiking, hiking up to... Skis? Yeah. And dude, yeah. it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I've never skied. I've only snowboarded one time and... No, nah, it's not great. <laughs> Didn't like it. No, no don't, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I'm a, I'm quite anti Smith. The Humble Adventures podcast will never accept sponsorship money from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no way he never turned that. Oh my lord! <laughs> You're the first to hear it here. You're a snowboard company. Fuck off! No, I'm just kidding. Oh my! I'm god. open to any offers. Um. <laughs> Explicitly anti snowboarding podcast. Hey, no, but you know, <laughs> explicitly anti snowboard. No, what winter trips are you doing this year? Yeah. Um. Well, it's hard to tell. Uh. I mean, you're just such a vagabond. You're just going whenever. Yeah. Got Wherever it. the wind flaps your dick. That's where you're like going. The- Jesus Christ, Dennis and his kids listen to this. Um, Jesus, Dennis King and his kids listen to this. Um, so, wow. Basically, um, the the sort of the deal right now is like I could either be going down to Waco Waco Tanks in Texas to go bouldering with some friends. Um, for like for like ten days, but that that's pretty contingent on like our um, final schedules for school and stuff. So if that doesn't end up working out, I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna try and take a few days, three or four days out early on in the uh, winter break to either go out to Colorado and maybe do like some snowboarding and snowshoeing and just kind of like hanging out or potentially um, go to like Utah to do climbing stuff instead. Cause that's, I mean, the basically whenever winter rolls around, if you're a climber, you're flocking to the South and the Southwest. Yeah. Uh, most of the Eastern locations, especially given the current weather situation, those, those just get trashed. So. Is there like a hurricane or something? Yeah, I think, uh, I think there might be a hurricane right now. <laughs> sort of devastating one. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like fun. I'm for sure going out in uh, November and then possibly December and then February. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I'm still going to do exactly what I went out there to do. So. Yeah, I'm really convinced mom that you just kind of like, you know, come and hang out and get dinner. And- yeah. Um. So anyway, I think uh, we should cap this off with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Number one, for both of you, what is your favorite piece of winter gear? You're up first. Favorite piece? Honestly. It could be clothing, your snowboard, whatever. I would say skis. I don't, okay. I, I'm pissed that I don't have my own personal set of skis. I've been skiing for so long. That doesn't even count that. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, I, I feel like I should because it's been a part of my life for so long and I have so many great memories skiing and so many bad memories skiing as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> running the trees and whatnot. But uh, yeah, skis are definitely one of my favorite pieces of winter equipment. There you go. Um, all right. Favorite piece of winter equipment. I'm going to be honest, a good pair of long johns. Like if, yeah, if there's like ever a time where uh, you could turn a blanket into a piece of clothing, I would want it to be long johns. Like the the warmth and security of a good pair of long johns is is absolutely unparalleled. Like you you couldn't give me a shirt that felt as good as long johns ever, never. Like no no shirt long sleeve like. Aren't there there are, there are long john shirts? Yeah, but they're not nearly as good. Okay. <laughs> all right that's good that's great uh, i'm gonna give mine to my uh sorel uh snow snow boots oh those yeah those are nice yeah oh wool socks Ooh, yeah wool those socks aren't, those aren't even just a winter thing well i know but so the most used yeah no all the time right like you literally don't use like hardly any other sock right <laughs> see <laughs> If you don't have a good pair of wool socks, I'm not being get yourself honest. a good pair of wool socks. You'll think get some everyone sponsored by sponsored by Swiftly. <laughs> sponsored uh, by Squarespace. Um, <laughs> just kidding. We run on WordPress. Um, <laughs> all right. If you hear my sisters in the background, I apologize. Uh, all right. Rapid fire. Question number two. What winter experience would you most recommend to our listeners today? God damn. Oh. If you uh, say skiing, you have to say something. No, no. Okay, so uh, in Colorado, they have something called the Euler Fest, which happens every year in January. Um, And basically what it is, it's a giant party for the town of Breckenridge. Everyone comes out. They have like a giant – there's a ski lot. Uh, a parking lot for all the skiers that come to the gondola and they clear that entire place out, fill it with a bunch of evergreens and set it on fire with a big old tree in the middle. And it's just a giant bonfire. Everyone comes out parties the entire night. The entire town is full of people coming in from different towns too. And a very vivid and fond memory of my family and I's um, trip to Colorado one year. We went during the week, UFS, the entire time we were there, the UFS was going on. And uh, I kid you not, there were people being pulled by kegs, like by a truck. They were sitting on kegs, riding through the streets, drinking beer and everything. They had like the Viking hats on. It was uh, it was awesome. one of the coolest things I've ever experienced. Wow. 
So if you ever get the chance, go out sometime during January, uh, late December, and just experience the Fest. It's, it's definitely a once-in-a-lifetime once in type deal. Well, not once-in-a-lifetime, but every year. That sounds pretty dope. Sort of, sort of like sort of almost exactly the opposite. Um, go out to uh, like an under an underutilized park in the winter after like there's even just been a little bit of snowfall, and uh, just kind of like taking taking the quiet of winter. I think that in the summer you kind of don't notice it as much, but like when bugs and stuff are out and birds are obviously out eating all the bugs, there's a lot of noise. Um, but in the winter, like some of the most powerful outdoor experiences you can have is when you get like real, really, really quiet, like, and you can get that just from going to a park where there isn't a road within like earshot and you can just sit down in the snow and like look around and it's pretty great. If you ever seen the Revenant, that's kind of that whole movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, minus all the injuries from... Yeah, well, Noah kind of stole mine, but I was going to say the same thing. So, like, if um, in the blog I just posted this last week, it was uh, like I told the story of when I went hiking at Mills Lake by myself in winter, so snowshoeing up there. And I mean, that was one of the absolute best times that I've had hiking there was no one else up at the lake with me i passed one guy who was coming down and then i was up there hanging out on a boulder by myself reading taking a nap whatever and that was just like the epitome of peace and enjoying the winter the cold it was all it was all pretty amazing so you could do you could get that moment anywhere in rocky mountain national park most places out west you know just gotta be willing to go a little bit of way, little bit of ways to go for it. Maybe not Bear Lake and Emerald Lake. You might still see a shit ton of people at those places. So, uh, if you go on a hike that's like six miles or more, you should find some peace pretty easily. But yeah, when um, winter is a great place to find some peace and then find some friends to go have some beers and. You know, in your flannels and being all mountain, mountainy. Oh, just great times. All right. Well, I guess my rapid fire questions was only two questions. Is there anything else that you guys want to cover? We're at we're at the thirty minute mark here. Don't don't eat snow. Don't 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 eat snow. Um. It, it it's not like it's clean just because it fell from the sky. Like just don't don't do it. Don't be in it. even if it's not yellow. Just don't don't do it. Okay. You got anything else? Uh, no. More of like an appreciation aspect for having me on the show. Yeah. No problem. First time. Definitely not the last. Yeah. Hopefully not the last. <laughs> not the last. Not the last. <laughs> now we just gotta go on some adventures that we can talk about on here. All right, I guess my last statement. If you are going to do some winter hiking, be uh, probably uh, be even more prepared than if you were hiking in the summer. There's less people to help you out if needed. More th- typically more things can go wrong. Layers. Bright clothes. Huh? Bright clothes. Bright clothes. 
don't try and hide yourself. Yeah. Um, because you had to be cautious of things like your camelback freezing. Uh, yeah, shit like that. If you get wet, you're kind of fucked. Don't go hiking up the mountain in jeans for the love of God. Um, or Clark's, or Chino's, or Nike Freeze. All things I've seen. Not even kidding. Um, but anyway, but go experience it for yourself because it's fucking awesome. Well, Noah, Brendan, thank you both for being here with me today, talking about snow, fun stories, all those good things. Audience, you got a perspective of enjoying the winter with other people, enjoying it hiking, enjoying it skiing, enjoying the communities of Colorado, the solitude of the mountains. And I hope you guys get some trips planned and have a great time. Thanks again for listening. This is the Humble Adventures Podcast with Ethan Essig, sponsored by nobody. So again, call if you're interested. So no, I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you.